Marvel, DC, Marvel, DC, 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 Marvel, 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 New Image, or Dark Horse. Ouch. <laughs> um, so what is your bits and pieces? Ugh. Anyway, so I want to say uh, that this show is going to be an indie fest show. We only have two, count them, one, two, uh, Marvel and DC books. The rest are independents. And most of them I think that you should you should at least give a try and check out. So please don't turn us off right now. Yeah, please don't turn us off. Continue listening. Um, so the first book we're going to, um, we're going to review, we're going to write into it is uh, Excel from a new independent label called uh, Publisher. I said label because I'm thinking it's about it. music. It's Lion Forge. Uh, it's, uh, no, it's Catalyst Prime. No, it's from Lion, Lion Forge. Forge. It's Catalyst Prime from Lion Forge. Catalyst Prime is the event. I know, Catalyst Prime. From, but the from company Lion is Lion Forge. I know. All right. I know, but th this is, they're really pushing it. Ah, oh, you're pushy today. I am. I'm really excited to talk about these. <laughs> I mean, I'm actually standing up, you guys. I couldn't sit for this. It's well, so he's actually leaning on the counter, not so much standing up. You're going to have to wipe this counter down because I'm so Probably. excited. Anyway, uh, so this is the story of of Daniel. Well, first tell him the, who oh, did everything. Sorry. The, it was written by Joe Casey from Man of Action as a fantastic writer. Uh, who has done a lot of work for the big two and is a and mostly a create does creator own stuff now, and penciled by the uh, the fantastic Damon Scott. Who, if you remember him, he did some stuff for uh, DC, most famously Batgirl. So, uh, we're which both, is now coming into print, thank you. Which is now coming into print. Uh, we was a huge fan, or still are a huge fan of his. Too, so it was great to see him. You know, doing something and, and, and continuing in on his comic book career. So, welcome back. Um, it was inked by Robert Campanella, and the letters was by AW's DC Hopkins. AW, not VC, not VC. Oh, oh VC, you better watch it. Someone's coming, <laughs> someone's coming for you. You know what? I'm drinking A N W root beer right now. How? Maybe, mm. maybe A N W has a has a lettering proportion now <laughs> lettering and root beer anyway uh so this is a story colored of, by colored by uh sigmund tory so there we go so that's all of the people who put this together and then you have editors and stuff like that but anyway. that's right we have um this is the book about daniel dos santos who was the flash who was basically the flash you know he is he's he is a hispanic flash he was hit by a, he was he no, was he, he was, was hit caught by in a meteor shower no, 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 the meteor and then landed. brought it home and put it under his bed. Yeah, the meteor landed. Is I got a very like meteor man vibe. Did you ever watch that show with Robert Townsend? No, the movie. No, you ever seen Meteor Man? It was, no. He was like one of the first black superheroes. It was, it was about the time when Steel came out. No, you didn't watch Meteor Man. With Robert? No. It was such a good movie. It was hella cheesy. Yeah, it was though. such a good movie. No one remembers. It, it was hella cheesy though. It was like it was right before. It was back in the nineties before. Like studios knew how to make comic book movies. I was drunk in the nineties. I don't. I wasn't really? watching movies. Oh yeah. Well, of course, because it was like a black. Like I think he directed it even. So it was like you know by black people for black people. So it was just very much like a FUBU movie. So it was so 
good. Uh, granted, I'm looking, I'm remembering it through, rose you know. Rose-colored glasses. Rose-colored, well, black-colored glasses. Black-colored glasses. Because I was like, this is so good. And I'm, you know, huge comic book geek, so. But it, I got I got hints of that in which this guy, you know, uh, Daniel found this, you know, was a meteors and he found it and then he took it home. But he's very, he seems to be very open about his powers. He goes, after he gets, so after he's running, because he, he has to save a plane, he breaks his bo- his bones. This is the big difference I found between him and the Flash. Very reckless. Here, when he does something, it affects him, and I kind of like that. I like the fact he isn't invulnerable. He's always getting hurt. He uses his powers, and it and it hurts, but he goes to the hospital and he heals quick. Yeah. And his girlfriend knows who he is. Yeah, most people like he doesn't really have a secret identity, which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. Um, and yeah, his girlfriend is like, you gotta do that. What are you doing? And you know, you, you, you protect everybody. And he's just like, I have to do it. It's for the greater good. Um, I have to, I have these powers. I got to do it. Right. So he's sort of a Spider-Man esque. you know, he's a young guy, um, in college. I think he's actually, I think he might be in still in high school, but I think it's college, but, um, I loved the villain. Yeah. Loved the villain. So we find out that his, his girlfriend's father doesn't, yeah, doesn't like him. And so he hires a a badass '90s villain. I say '90s villain. Barrage. Barrage, because he literally was this big black guy with like he had like a gauntlet that was like guns. If you remember, I can't remember his name, but he was a character in uh in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, and he was the black guy who had his his arm was a was a was a uh, minigun, sort of like this. His knuckles are like are like uh, machine guns, and he's fighting, and they're fighting, and he's like, ah, oh, you know. And they come to find out the daughter finds out that that the father has hired him, and she's like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing this?" And then, and of course, he escapes because he's super fast, and he's like, you know, he's like, you know, maybe maybe this is not cut. Maybe I'm not cut out for being a superhero. Like, I want to help people, but is this at the cost of my life? And what I liked about that is you, how many times do you really see you know superheroes say that? Like, do I really want to do this? I mean, I know that. Spider-Man struggles with it, but not very, not anymore, hardly. Like, Spider-Man, because of, because of Uncle Ben, is like, I'm going to save people no matter what. No one dies. You know, he's, that's, he's very driven. This is a guy who's kind of like, I don't know. Like, is this the right thing for me to do? I have these powers, but I keep, I keep getting hurt. I keep, you know, stuff keeps happening, you know, to me. And, and do I really have to do this? And I thought that was a really cool little, little, little thing because the because the guy you know excel is his name he doesn't know that that it's his girlfriend's father so what's going gonna... my next issue well he might next issue and i, I don't know it's just like it, it it put up a lot of a lot of interesting you know conundrums for me like is the, is the daughter gonna talk to him um is the guy is barrage gonna come back you I know hope. is the guy gonna continue to be excel it's just a lot of stuff it, it it's very open-ended the art from Damon Scott uh, was it was interesting. It it was very kinetic in places where it needed to be, but his style definitely has changed. His style's changed big time. Um, I don't know if it it's not as loose. I mean, it's still in some places, but when he was doing Batgirl, he really at the time when it was um, what year was that that he did Batgirl? The art was. Uh, I don't know what year it was. All I know is it's most like probably... It a, wasn't a traditional comic book art style. So when 20, he took 2000s. over... Early 2000s, maybe? Oh, it was earlier than that. I really? moved here in 2000. 
I'm uh, pretty sure. Uh, so anyhow, the art style on Batgirl was, it was a manga kind of influence. Very rounded edges. Yeah. She still has. So when I was expecting this, I was expecting that. And his art style has changed. It is, it's still very... <laughs> kinetic. Very kinetic for this book. I like the design of Barrage, and I think you nailed it when you said 90s of Ellen. Well, he's got a bullet belt. Uh, he has got, like, a bullet harness. A, he's a, got... What is that mask? Uh, uh, a luchador a mask. A luchador mask. Big black guy. I was just like, this is crazy. It looks like a ski mask in some instances. It's like it's like a ski mask with a luchador, with face. A luchador face. Yeah. yeah. And... The colors pop, I'll tell you. Yeah, they really do. Uh, we're going to be talking about colors later in a couple books that, that I noticed, but in this... It's very glossy, too. You notice that? Everyone has a gloss to them. Oh, I yeah, noticed. the I hair. Noticed. His girlfriend has purple hair, and there is not one... I want to say this about the colorist as well. He breaks... Or she, is it a hero? She, I'm so sorry. Okay, pencil inked, colored by Sigmund Torre. Um, in hair, it's not one color. It's multiple colors showing... Um, when you think of comic books, everyone usually has one color hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In here, they do the shading with the colors. The battle is crazy because he uses the... Action lines, sort it's of? Just, explosion yeah, lines. Explosion for, lines. When the, when the bullets are exploding out of the... The explosion lines, the bullets exploding out yeah. of his knuckles. I yeah. It's a fun, I, I will say, this comic put the fun in Funny Book, because I enjoyed reading this book. Yeah. And I look forward to the number two. Yeah, I will definitely be picking this up as well. It's a really good book, you guys. All right, next we're going to be doing, uh, oh, uh, from Image, oops, from Image Comics. Now we're going to get sued. Now we're going to get sued, because of my Transformers. Why won't the volume go down? There we go. <laughs> Damn, all, okay. all of our partners are contacting us. I know. Bring uh, food home. <laughs> so, Kill the Minotaur from Image Comics. I'm kind of interested to hear what you have to say about this book. This book was weird. Uh, Chris Passetto and Christian Cantamessa were the creators and writers. Lucas Kettner was the artist. Jean-Francois Bollier was the colorist. Clem Robbins was the letter. And that's it. You don't care about the other people. So, now that the assistant editor and editors don't do their jobs, but we just, you know, thank you for doing your job. Um, this is set. Why are you laughing at me? I'm not. I'm just interested. Interesting. Crete, circa 1800. Is that a 15 or an 18? I can't tell. It's too dark in here. <laughs> it's 15 BC. 1500 BC. And it is about. Um, this minotaur who has everyone in fear of their life. Yeah, the labyrinth. It's it's an old um, it's an old wow, Mesopotamian. I, I can't remember the name of Athens. It was in Athens. Yeah, Greek. Uh, Greek. Sorry, it's an old Greek story about about King Minos and the minotaur who was his. But I think here it was his son. He was cursed, and he had a and he was he, he was the minotaur of the labyrinth. And so it's like the lottery. If you ever read that book, in which you have to. Uh, you have to sacrifice someone to the Minotaur yeah. um, and, and pay your debts and whatever and whatnot. So they come to the city. They take the strongest, but not all the strongest. The men and the women. And there's this old guy who, you know, you can't do this. And you've got the son. Who's the prince. Out, who's the prince. And he's very brash. You know, he's like a really good fighter. He's very brash and like 
you know, I will, you know, it's, it's evil that they come and they take us away, but, you know, what are you going to do about it, you know? And then you find out the Minotaur actually uh, is Dedius. Well, he's the priest. Dedius. Yeah, he's, he's the priest He's who the comes chief and gets advisor, it. and he even says, if it's not stopped, Minos isn't stopped, it will devour the world. And he plans with the prince and his prince's friend, who I think is his boyfriend, um, that they're going to they're gonna kill the king. And much like every other book, I did enjoy this part. Uh the feast comes out, and well, because that's the thing. Like they, they conspire with the with the uh, with the council in order to, um, in order to get the the prince to pose as a slave and to go in because they're stealing the slaves in order to build the uh, finish building the labyrinth for the Minotaur, and that's and and the prince is like, no, you you don't want to yep. don't stop taking our people. And prince so, Theseus is pissed. Yeah, so so the prince like cuts his hair and pretends to be a slave. Him and his his quote unquote friend, his and, boyfriend, and, and then they go in and then they're invited to a feast. And of course, this is the part that Rich loves. There's it's lots like, of there's lots of references to anal sex too, which is that was a little weird. Well, it's Greek, I guess. Uh, <laughs> or so. So something happens, and their plan goes wrong. And that's how it ends. And I'm like, okay. Well, they find out. They well, find... I wasn't going to ruin it for him. We'll ruin it for him. It's fine. Aww. I think I'll ruin it. I think it actually makes it better. It's like you find out that that the King Minos knew exactly what was going on, and he knew that the, the, the person was plotting against him. And he beheaded him. him. But it was great, because you see that, because the, 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 the chancellor, you know, the whatever, walks around with a with a gold or brass minotaur head. Probably gold. Probably gold. And he and that's his mask, because he is the emissary, you know, of, of Minos, you know, who's, who's this, you know, god king or whatever. And so, you know, when you first see him, he takes off his mask, and he talks to, you know... The, uh, Theodos, right? Theus. Theus. And so when he's when he's sitting there at the table, they take off the mask and he's Theseus. beheaded. Theseus. Theseus. Yeah. And then he's beheaded, and then his head is actually in the food, like in, in the, the boar's in, head. In the boar's head instead of an apple, it's this guy's head. That was very shocking. I was not I expecting loved that. It. I was like, what the hell? So, and then of course the the wine or whatever is drugged. Now there is a panel in here, which was very telling, about what you. Maybe his daughter or something. That there's other people. There's a guard and this woman who is in on this. Yes. So there are other people that want the king dethroned. So yeah, and to stop because he's literally throwing people into the minute into the labyrinth, and the minotaur is killing them, and they want to stop him. You know, I totally get it. Like this guy, this guy is a huge asshole. You know. So the art for me, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was good. Like it really said it really. It really fit the tone. Like, it, it was, did. There were some gorgeous panels, and then there were some, some just odd choices. But uh, overall, the art is great. Yeah, I thought the art and the the coloring was good. It really captured, in my opinion, what what you know Greek. I'm assuming life looks like back then. I don't know, but just the the way everything was depicted and 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 the angles that that the artist used was really good. And the and the whole fight scenes. Um, it was able to convey a level of emotion, like 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 when King Minos, you know, for, for the first sacrifice, you know, they they, they tried to sacrifice a, 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 which was very disgusting looking. They tried to, they dismembered this cow or goat. I think it was a cow actually. No, it's a goat. And they and they 
put it out for the Minotaur to like have the Minotaur, but the Minotaur did not accept it, and so they figure we have to start giving like people, and so he so literally he literally like grabs his child's hand and then crushes it and throws. It. And I was just like, it was really like it was. It's a very aggressive comic book as well, but it was really good. And I've always been a fan of you know Greek and Roman mythology, so I and I really liked this story of of uh, the Minotaur. So I'm probably get, most likely going to read it, uh, continue reading it. It's uh, from Skybound Image, so it's definitely well worth your time uh, to pick it up. And it's $3.99, so I, I'm not sure if it's an ongoing, most likely, I don't know. You know, you never really can tell with some of these image books, because um, I don't know how, how they can sustain it, because he has the one specific thing which is to go in and kill the Minotaur and then come out. But, yeah, what other, what other stories are... Yeah, I don't... But I think it's the journey. I think he's going to flesh out the journey getting there. So. Yeah. So, but again, I mean, I, it looks good. I would definitely say pick it up. If you're looking for something new, mm, that is not superhero-ish. Speaking of superheroes, we are now going to get to one of our uh, big two, and that is DC's uh, Dark Days, The Forge. And I guess... Uh, the forge. This is a prequel to the Dark Days. Metal. Uh, metal. Sorry. So it's going to be two one shots right now. So it's the forge and the casting, and that leads into metal, which is a six issue miniseries. So metal. Which is going to lead into a so shit ton more of one shots, and it's going to branch into Nightwing and whatever other books. Uh, so let's get let's get this over with. What I mean, there was three three different artists for this book, yeah. and there were two different writers. So the first writer was Scott Snyder, and the second writer was James Tinian the fourth. The pencilers, depending on which section and which which uh, set of characters they were dealing with, because there was actually Jim Lee three did the Batman. Stories. Yeah, so it's Jim Lee, Andy Kubert did the Hawkman, and John Ramada Jr which did the Green Lantern and Sparrow versions. Then Scott Williams most likely inked Jim Lee because they've been together for forever, and they always ink... <laughs> he always inks him. So if you've noticed, he always... That's the only... It's like one of the only inkers I think I've ever seen ink Jim Lee. Klaus Johnson and uh, Danny uh, Mike Mickey. Mickey. And then... Alex Sinclair. Alex Sinclair, Jeremiah oh, we, Skipper we with the totally colors. Oh, okay. And Steve Wands was the letterer. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, like a shit, a metric shit ton of covers, so which is awesome. So yeah, what do we got here, Rich? We got a mystery within a mystery, you know, wrapped in an enigma, you know, in a riddle about. I guess there's something going on in which Carter Hall, um. Fresh off his death. Fresh off his death, yes. Carter Hall is recounting all these different things that have happened. And I guess it has something to do with Nth Metal and some other stuff. I mean, it. of course, this, a book like this is not supposed to... I don't think it's supposed to tell a full story. It's supposed to whet your appetite. Oh no, this is this is totally that doesn't. Yeah, just to just to whet your appetite about what's going, what what to expect in this. Do you want to know my biggest problem? Uh, sure. I, I would love to hear what your biggest problem was. Because you obviously did not like it, I don't think. The first thing I thought of when we got this on Tuesday... Was, oh my god, foil covers are back? Oh my god, fucking enhanced 
foil fucking covers. It was awesome. It was all shiny and shit. I was like, yay! It's a for four ninety nine. That's why you're paying the four ninety nine. It would have been a three ninety nine well, book no, if they put a regular had, fucking cover it had, on it. Had maybe an extra cover in it. My biggest complaint is DC just wrapped up the first year of what they called a two year mystery as to what happened to this rebirth. We already have multiple plot lines going on in Rebirth for people to follow. This book is unnecessary. This book is unnecessary right now. It isn't going to tie into anything that has to do with Rebirth. It has created even more fucking questions. Batman's even more of a dick in this than he is in the other. And I just feel like, yeah, everyone loves events. Not. And this is just another event. I liked what I read. But I'm also enjoying what I read in this week's Titans leading up to Rebirth. Or in Superman, what's going on in Rebirth. I just feel like, did you really need to do this? Why, you know, why not focus on Rebirth? Are we done? Should we not care? Like, for me, it was just unnecessary right now. Now, that isn't saying that you can't enjoy it because I have people that aren't reading any DC that are going to pick this up. And I think that's great. Because the story wasn't half bad. Um, I don't think they should tie Wonder Woman's bracelets, Aquaman's trident, to fucking Nth Metal. I don't like that. That I don't like. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Because I am wondering now if we're going to get the movieized version where in Justice League, the movie, you know, the Amazons get a fucking cube and the... Who else gets a cube? Everyone gets cubes. Everyone gets cubes. Oprah's got cubes to, cubes to, it's to spare. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I really wanted to go into this liking it. And I read it, and I was like, you know, okay. Every It seems like every other page just is this big mystery. Like, oh, Batman has a secret thing that Aquaman doesn't know about. And then Batman has a spot in the cellar that no one knew about. And then Batman put... A fucking room in the, what's Superman's thing called? The Fortress of Solitude. The Fortress of Solitude. Batman has a room that says, don't go in. I'm just, Bat, I'm sick of fucking Batman. Are you sure this is, but are you sure that this is in the New 52? Well, the New 52 is gone. You know what I you mean? mean? Rebirth? Yeah, in the Rebirth 52. Then because why do the it? One thing, the one thing that I thought was really interesting was Aquaman. Because Aquaman doesn't have that haircut or beard in, in, his, in his main book. Right. And, uh, and like, it was good to see Plastic Man, number one, and I thought the Guardians Oh, were... spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, Plastic Man this is, is all spoilers. But, but then, but then, um, I thought the Guardians were gone in Green Lantern. Yeah, I don't and, know. And, but Sparrow was but there. But yet they talk about Mr. Terrific being in to Earth 2. Earth 2. And coming back. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah, but what was hilarious was... If I remember correctly, Mr. Terrific was from the other was from Earth 2 first. Well, Duke, Duke is now. They're really focusing on Duke now in yeah, the Bat books. They are. They really so are. that's a now. The other interesting thing was there's an outsiders book or an outsiders team put together. By the way, Halo, they should have edited that shit down. But, I love Halo, but that outfit does not work now. But when did when does this exist? This is his new rebirth costume for Batman. Batman in the Outsiders picture is wearing his brand new rebirth so, outfit, and Katana is wearing her. But I have a question though. So, so then Batman has three different mystery teams, teams that he's in. So he's in Justice League, he's in 
Justice League of America, and now he's in, in The Outsiders? Yeah, well, he had an Outsiders some a black ops team. I'm sorry, when you're going to have a black ops team, you don't have a woman wearing a fucking rainbow all over her that doesn't scream black ops. I don't know. I mean, she could be... Well, I am happy that Geoforce, Black Lightning, and Metamorpho are back, and I hope this is a team written by a good writer and with a better artist than DC's been getting lately. Um, okay. <laughs> but and, and, like, and so Batman has a has a hidden room and you know and then and that's where he's keeping the Joker. I, like I was so weirded out at the end. I was like, so he's literally is Joker. So you had mentioned is Joker about the new Al- Alfred. I mean, you mentioned <laughs> about oh, and Alfred just let the Joker hang out down in the fucking basement. Well, maybe and who feeds him? Does does Batman put kibble under the doorway? Like the whole thing. It was bizarre. The whole thing is fanboy wank. But you gotta kind of make sense within the fucking universe you fucking created. It was it was bizarre. It was very bizarre seeing him there, and it's this new outfit with the black suit and the short green hair. And I was like, okay. But then I'm thinking, well, which Joker is this? That's just it. We were just talking about the mystery of the three Jokers. Yeah. So we've got Joker that had his face cut off, which is this one, I'm assuming. No. Oh no 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 no. That's the this, this, this is the original is, Joker. No, this is the Joker that got all hipstered up with that damn hipster hair. In, it's the Hitsy hair, in, um... Suicide Squad. No, no, no. One of the latest, one of the last volumes Scott Snyder wrote. Yeah. Now, supposedly, through the ten volumes of, or whatever, that Scott Snyder wrote of Batman, he has been putting clues to this. And... That he's been keeping Joker hostage? For the whole book. Oh, and then the Anti-Monitor's fucking... Okay, how does Batman make that fit? (laughs) <laughs> this giant fucking tower from the anti-monitor but it's in it's in but it's in you know uh Fortress Superman Solitude. Fortress Solitude. in the hidden room superman don't go in even though it's your fucking house but he, he asked him and he said no he said he didn't and they're like uh, well i love mr miracle being there i was about to that say was i was cool. very happy that and they're he like up. and he's like so you 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 put it in a room in the fortress of solitude what did you do with the key i, I shot, shot it into the, the sun, sun. And so, and of course, he needs someone to get into it, and it was Mr. Miracle. So that thought was kind of cool. I was like, oh, it's good to see Mr. Miracle. But, yeah, for the most part, this book did what it was supposed to do, make you ask questions. But some of the questions it was making you ask was kind of like, eh, you know, is it really worth it? I just feel like this is, this is, this is uh, Scott Snyder and James Tinney the Fourth masturbating while reading <laughs> DC comic books and being like, I gotta write this book. Now, I mean no disrespect to either of those writers, because I love both of them. Right now, the forge is a no for me. Is a huge no. But what about? But what about the event it's going into? What about metal? Don't you want to see these 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 evil versions? These these anti. Yeah, you know what that's called as fucking Elseworlds. Make this a fucking Elseworlds. But book Elseworlds if you're doesn't do exist. It. They, it does exist. But what? But don't we already have these? And in, in, in don't we already have these in Earth in Earth three or four or whatever it was the Injustice League? I mean, whatever happened to those guys? You know, is I don't it, know isn't why. Power, isn't Power Woman still running around with Who her baby? Who knows? Who knows? DC would rather ignore everything and throw more shit at the wall. I just see this really as them going down their let's throw shit at the wall to see if it sticks instead of focusing on something that they promised readers a year ago that they would focus on making a universe that people care about. I just, I'm sorry, I... You were really passionate about this. I was pissed when I read it. I looked at Coogan, I'm like, this, unnecessary. I was just kind of bored with it, actually. I mean, I, I mean, I, there were certain things that I thought were kind of cool, but they were supposed to be. 
You know, like, like the reveal of the outsiders? Yeah, reveal of the outsiders. Loved like, it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I kind of was just like, ho hum, ho hum. Oh, Plastic Man's coming back. Well, that's cool. Ho hum, ho hum. Oh, the the anti mon. Oh, okay, that's cool. I was happy to oh, see the Jokers. Man. What? Yeah, I was like the, Haw- the Hawkman too. I was like, oh, Hawkman. And they showed, if you notice in the cases, they showed the three different helmets, helmets. Yeah. Which makes me happy. That's the shit I want. Why don't you put all the wank that's in this book? Put that in. Put that effort. Ooh, I just spit. I'm so passionate right now. Put that effort into the getting, rebirth it's books. It's like a shower over You here, are. Yeah. Put all this wank into your rebirth books. Make people want to read those rebirth books. Yeah. Because right now only half of them are good. Yeah. And you realize you're going to like, you're going to like mobilize like Frank and Charles now. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> you know, I, but of course, and, just, then, uh, and, then, and then for me, I mean, eh, it was, it was, it was okay. You know, it was meh. It made me, it made me just kind of like, it made me just kind of be like, you know, eh, eh. I, mean, I thought. Are you going to read the I casting? Was, I was annoyed. Well, yeah, though. we're going to have to read the casting. Well, I was annoyed, though, at some of the artwork, though. It seemed Why? like. Okay, I don't let's know. talk about that now. But the it artwork. Seems, it just seems sort of. In some instances, it, very seemed, it seemed very uninspired. Like, I was like, this is Jim Lee. Okay, let's talk and about Jim Lee. I was like, Jim, Jim Lee. Lee. I was like, I, I, I don't know. Just something about it. It looked really very sketchy. I don't know. John Ramada Jr. was great. I really enjoy his his art style. Uh, Cubert's can can uh, Cubert's can kind of come and go sometimes. So but... for me, the page with Hawkman and Hawkwoman fighting Hathset, and it shows like the different carnations he's had and the helmet. This one page by Cubert is gorgeous. Yeah. It reminds me of his dad. dad. Yeah, and it really made me want a good and I say good Hawkman book. And Jeff Johns knew what to do with his different lives and i just hope dc gives us a good because i'll be honest that death of hawkman book with adam strange you can either wipe your butt with it if you're stuck in the park you can pick up your dog poop with it if you're stuck without it like it wasn't a good book okay at all all righty then um i don't know i just thought i thought out of all of them john ramada jr's art was was the one that really kind of was like i I enjoyed it no i I really liked it and again i really liked seeing um mr terrific although he needs to really Fix that tea a little the bit. The tea was, I will say, the tea looked like a looked I, like a circle on I his really, face. I really, I do love you, uh, Ramita Junior, but you you need to learn what a T is because it's yeah. Mister Terrific, not Mister. I don't know what letter Mr. that Red is. Mister Redface. Mister Redface. So, but other than that, eh, we'll read the casting and see what's going on. Um, does this make me? Does this make me <sighs> more? Is, is this, this going to make you excited for, for metal? For metal now, like, because I don't really need evil versions of these people and like and, and an anti magic. Why universe. all Batman? I am so. God, they will not. Batman is their cash cow, and they're going to milk that shit until the teats run dry. Batman sells. Batman sells books and movies, and he puts he he puts people's asses in in seats, and he puts cash in wallets, or he puts cash in like you know banks. That's who he is. So you can't stop it. So, uh, moving right along, uh, back into the indie train, we're going to talk about a new book. Number one, called Winnebago Graveyard. I swear to God, this sounds like an alt band. And I could imagine seeing them on, like, Fallon or something. Because some of these names, like, you know, hey, I'm going to go see Winnebago Graveyard, you know, at the Fillmore. It'll be awesome. Or, or I'm going to see Winnebago Graveyard at the at the uh, Warfield. But anyway, uh, written by, uh, it was written by Steve Niles. Art and designed by Allison Simpson. Color art by uh, Stephanie Petreu. Uh, letters by Adita 
Adia Bidikar, and cover colors is by Jody Belair. And there's a variant cover as well. Uh, yeah, it's a horror comic. It is a horror comic. Which I'm not surprised, because Steve Niles is, you know, known for his his horror comics. And, or not necessarily, but his weirder comics. Like, I read Mystery Society, and I was, that was really good. You read what? Mystery Society. Oh, I, you're like, Mystery. Mystery Society, that was... I uh, like Mystery yeah, Society. Yeah, him and Fiona Staples, before she went on to, like... Saga getting big. Mega stardom with star Saga, so I really liked that. He does a lot of, like... Weird, kind of occult type of stuff. My husband loves this writer. And I like this writer. I'm not a fan of horror stuff in comics most of the time, because this was pretty graphic. The, the, the beginning of it was pretty graphic, where they where they, where they they stole those people, and they sacrificed a guy at the altar and ripped out his guts, and then... And then another I, guy popped out? Another guy popped out of him. I was like, what the hell? I actually like that. I thought it was cool. And I was like, my people are crazy. <laughs> My people are crazy. And then he and then he brought the, the the his girlfriend who was there, and then they killed her. And I was just like, a lot of killing going on in these first couple of pages. You and know? then it takes a well to the killing for you. It 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 went down. No, you hill. tell me. Well, no, it's just because it was like, and then it turns into this family this family trip, and I guess this estranged father, you know, and a, and a son who is pretty much sounding like a typical oh, see, little I, shit. I thought it was a stepdad. I thought it was his dad. Oh, well, like, it I totally Wait, it was I just want to say something real quick about this. What? Um, the use of a front cover is so cool in this book because it, the front cover is part of the first page. And I thought, that's really cool. The way, you didn't even notice that, did you? I did it, not. It, it, the front cover here leads into the way the road goes in. In the way the trees. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Okay. I thought that was really, really smart. Didn't even notice it. For the use I think of it was the because cover. the white, the white border kind of killed it. Like that, it pulled I, it yes, over a little that, bit more. That does kill it. Yeah, because it was like they meant to do that. What you were saying, but in the printing process, it got a little moved over to the right. Yeah, and the this left, line sorry. right here. But, yeah, but anyhow, so this family loses their Winnebago, and now they have okay. to go to a town. That was some bullshit. What they did. Like, that was some stupid-ass shit that they did. And I'm snapping on it because I was annoyed by that. Like, the, the father and the son have been at each other's throats on this on this trip. And the, the, the wife is like, let's chill. You know, I want to get you guys to working together. You need to chill. He's being a son. You need to take the high road. And the, the guy was like, I'm going to slap this little fucker. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. And then they're like, let's go to a carnival. And I'm like, okay, you know, because nothing bad happens. You would never go to a carnival in the middle of Whiteville with no people around. Well, and then, and then, and then they say, no cell phones. Put the cell phones in the glove compartment. We're going to do this as a family. What kind of shit is that? You're in a, on a vacation in a rural area of God knows where. Going we to haven't seen anyone. And they, they make a point in the art. To show you the long, winding road yes. with nobody, nothing. It's just yep. miles of nothing yep. but fucking grass. And I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You know, they stopped off and was like, we're going to go to a carnival in the middle of nowhere. Yay. They go to the carnival. Weird sights and sounds because, of course, it's a Steve Niles book and, like, you know, it's crazy. And then they come out. And they fucking lose their Winnebago. It's gone. Everything is gone. Right? And then they're like, you know, he asked the the guy selling the tickets who was, you know, a, a little person, 
you know, because they're going to into a freak show, and I guess it's like you know the the inmates are running the asylum sort of situation, and they're like, no law in, in the carnival. You need to walk into town if you want your stuff. And I'm like, ah shit. And then right? he says, can I call? And it's like click, and then he gets a, a gun pointed at him. Yep. He's like, now get the fuck out. And I was like, oh well, great. This is actually this is officially like turned into crazy. Near 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 You know, leather face territory, and I'm just like, and then of course, and then the whole setup, and that was what was so weird about it. Like, and I know that you, we've talked about this before, when sometimes you get something, uh, when a book starts slow, and then you have this really crazy ending. Yes. This was the exact opposite. Oh, no. In it that, was, in yes, that, yes, yes, in it that was. It started off fucking crazy, crazy with the with, with, with the killing, and then the, the guts, and, and, the, and, and the, the, the guy cage, and the guy crawling out of the other guy, and then it goes into a completely, something completely different, and then there's like, there's like nothing at the end, and it was just like, you a know. Town. It's the town that they have to walk to. And I'm just like, I mean, it was creepy as fuck. And I'm like, um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be reading this book anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Because cause then I keep thinking about like, you know, because I don't know what it is. Like, for, number one, I don't I don't really like horror movies. And I especially don't like supernatural shit. Nope, I can't do it. So, you know, and I'm a black guy. And so whenever I you watch... Are? Whenever I watch white folks in those that. movies... Shut up. Whenever... Yeah, because you don't see color. Anyway, so when I... When I watch these movies, I always thought you were purple. <laughs> and I start, and I start, you know, <laughs> trying to think about this in these, in, in the context of the movie or these comics, in which what would happen? Like, like would these people really be this stupid to do some shit like this? Hello, twenty seventeen. Go walk outside. People are stupid now. They're getting dumber and but dumber. It is, but it, these people would be that dumb. I don't know though because I'm just like. Like the whole thing, putting the cell phones in the in the thing, and then going to like this weird ass. Like I get it; it's a horror comic. You know what? You have when to the suspend phone, your disbelief. When the phone damn. rings and you're like, "Hello," and they're like, "I see you." Of course, let's go run outside. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, you hang it up. You you dial nine one one, and you cut the can. You need to come over here. You get some people in there. You turn on the fucking lights. It's just it's just, it's always the thing about horror movies. It's like. Ooh. So no, you're passionate. No, because like I'm movie, getting showered on now. Because like horror movies are so weird. Because it's like I can, I guess because I can't understand it. Because I would never find myself in that in that situation. Like no, I wouldn't do it. So I want to say real quick, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. When Get Out was uh, remember Get Out? Oh the yeah. Movie, I did not know what that movie was about. So Coog and I are <laughs> now that now that the TV shows are over, we're going back and we're getting caught up on all these shows. So we're getting we just got caught up on Shadow Hunters, which this season was amazing. And there was a commercial for Get Out. And I'm like, hold on, honey. And we hit play. I did not know it was a horror film. Yeah. Like straight up the 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 guy goes in and he's like, something like, oh, you're hugging me now? The 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 white dad. And I was like, yeah. I was so confused. I had I thought it was a comedy this no, whole time. Girl, no, it was it's bad. Is bad. See that whole the whole get out thing. Like he trusted that white girl, and she done tried to kill him. Mm, 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 mm. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I can't do it. I cannot do it. And that's that's why these books to me, like like horror novels. Like whenever I see, just like you know, people, any people, most likely white people <laughs> in this situation. I'm like, what did you do? What did you do? You know. Yes, people are this dumb. <laughs> so my whole take on this is I, I think 
And the art fit perfectly because it was so gross. Here's where I'm gonna disagree. Yeah, but with it was you. gross. Look at that first cover. It was the art was creepy as fuck with the the guy and the, the yes, blood. But, but as soon as it turns to day with the people, okay, yeah, it gets a little. Their faces melt. The child's head, his hair. Okay, I don't the know hair why. is giant. And He's then a giant afro. That's and true. then I think that he was paired with, like her face is just <laughs> some. Some of the face, well, ma well, I thought that face was kind of funny because, like, think about it. She was, like, making that, ew, we have to walk yeah, into no. town kind of face. I just, I felt like Steve Niles, at this point, should be able to get any artist he wants. And I just feel like, we talked about this on a different book, how different, different books have different feels. I think, had the art been stronger... And more like horror. More horror? I if the person knew how to draw faces consistently, that was my biggest complaint. Is people's faces well, change. That's the well, but, that's but, the little man. Well when you see but okay. So when you have just like a, a typical atypical person's face, you know, you, you think that okay. Because I thought you you're supposed to, you think it's supposed to look a certain way, you know, but when he was drawing the quote unquote freaks of the freak show and he was making that that when he was drawing that grotesque look and the grotesqueness, I thought that was really I'm pretty sure it's a she. She the grotesqueness was yeah, really yeah no that really worked. Good. But what bothered me is this kid's hair first because there has to be a consistency to anything you're drawing, and I felt like the consistency fell from horror part to normal part where they're driving down. What I did really like, what I loved. Was this? It reminded oh, me. Oh, the sound effects of Bill Psych events. Is that oh, how you say his yeah. Name? With the scree in the. So I loved some of the panel work, and some of the designs. So the layout. The la yeah, I I liked a lot of that, but I just felt an inconsistency in mm. the art. Yeah, the 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 art for me just like added to the to the. That you hated. Well, just 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 the chaoticness of the book, especially when they were in the when the carnival. I will give you the word chaotic because that is what I felt the art was. It was just really like, ugh. yeah. So I'm just again, whenever you, I swear to God, I want to write a book one time and just have it be like you know, although there was a movie, it was called Get Out. There you go, go see that. That's I think that perfectly explains you know. But I, I would I'm gonna read the second issue. I just wish it had a stronger artist. Okay. That is my view. So. Okay, so for a free comic book day this year, Marvel gave us a Guardians of the Galaxy backup with, or a Guardians of the Galaxy main story with a backup of Defenders. And that Defenders, small little story, led into this week's Defenders number one from Marvel, written by Brian Michael Bendis, the artist is David Marquez, color artist is Justin Ponzor, letter is VC's Corey Pettit, so, there is, in case you didn't know, Des, Netflix is going to be doing this show that brings together all their other properties, and they're going to call it Heroes for Hot. Oh, no, wait. No, it's the Defenders. They're going to call it Defenders. Because Heroes for Hire is too many words. That's right. And people are stupid now, so we need something that, A, the property, because remember, <laughs> Marvel lost champions once a long time ago. If they do not continue... Little thing if you didn't know, guys. They need to always put out something or they will lose the rights. That's why we will always get Avengers. We will always get X-Men. We will always get X-Force. We will always get New Mutants. They need to keep the property alive no matter how stupid 
the combination is. Well, they're really stretching it for Fantastic Four, then. Uh, yeah, they are. And that's what I don't understand. What they're going to do. If they don't use it, they lose it. Oh, they'll do it at some point. We'll see it. We'll see it like a miniseries or some shit like that. Ugh. So the Defenders, uh, Diamondback, which I was really disappointed because I thought it was going to be Rachel in the, the pink and black outfit where she throws diamonds. No. This is an old late, late Luke Cage villain, no, yeah. Diamondback. They're from the 70s, yes. And Diamondback has taken out his wa- Luke Cage's wife, and that was in the yeah. uh, free comic book day. Yep. So here we Messed see up. him attack Luke Cage, who saves a bunch of girls, Iron Fist, and Daredevil. Daredevil. Which I thought was really cool, though. I thought it was really cool how they introduced them. It was like... Oh, yeah. It's like with the name, like the old nameplate. Yeah, it was the old nameplate, and then and then within the panel was a brief history within pictures of their history. Yeah, I thought that was really inspiring. And I agree, hundred percent. I was like, wow, this because is when really you read cool. it, instead of who they are, like you know how in the X Men when they're like Jean Grey, telekinetic antinis, and then they say something silly, and they've been doing that for a long time. Yeah, they have. So here they took that away because they made it an image. Yep. He was in jail. He's been with the Avengers. He wore a tiara and a yellow shirt. And then he had a baby with Jessica. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. It was It was like, you know, real quickly, it was like, you know, Luke Cage, this Almost is Almost like life. a TV show. Like how they have the, the splash intro. <laughs> and they did that with Daredevil. They did it with Iron Fist. And they did it with Jessica. And I love Jessica because it has her jewel costume. Which yeah, and the I'm Purple glad. Man. And the Purple Man. So the whole thing is. I didn't know that was him at first, but it was the smile that got it because he's not purple in the, in the. It's shaded. I, think. I know. That's what I was really weird. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, it's purple, man. Okay. So the whole thing is about Diamondback coming back. And I have to agree with, with what they say in here. Why did Luke Cage go after him alone? Like, they even make reference. And they even say it's not like he's going to go after him alone. And then he does. I mean, that's. Well, he it's was making it, it personal yep. because he it was to make it personal because he attacked his wife, yep. who was still giving him the cold shoulder, which I still do not like to this day. Yep. I always thought that they were such a strong couple together, and then to have them still not be a couple and not being able to work through whatever is go- they're going through, I don't like that. Like, I just there, there's no reason for that aspect. For, for, there, for there to be that drama in their relationship because it seems so cliche, it seems so forced. Let these people be a family, you know. Let them be a family. I agree. I mean, I, I just, I just don't like it. And, and like her reactions when, um, her reactions when she was in the hospital, and then, and then, you know, Luke Cage was trying to comfort her and talk to her, and she's like, "Don't touch me!" And I was just like, "What the fuck?" You know. And then, and then later on, he like puts his jacket over her. And it's like, what's going on? You know, is she going to be pissed? Is she's not? It, it just seems their 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 anger towards each other seems really forced. When when if when you read them when they were like the new Avengers and they were on the run together and she was pregnant and all that shit that strengthened their relationship, and now they're not together. Like that's the one thing I really dislike about about their relationship. Well, you just <clears> said <throat> they they built a strength together. Yeah, they went through so much together. You don't just. Throw it away because of something we don't know. We really don't know. And that's that. another thing. It's like it's another thing that we just don't know. And it's like which makes it even harder to care for, for, for me to yeah for, for us to care. It really feels like what they did to Thor and like when they whispered in his ear and that now we can't be worthy. It's like 
that number one that went on too long, and number three, it when it found out what it was, it made no sense because it was it, it, it referenced the book that that he was writing. Like it was nothing that Jason Aaron was writing. Like it, there was no impact to that. And right. most likely, this what's going to happen with them is not going to be impact either. You know, unless she had like a miscarriage or there was a twin or some shit like that happened, and then even that, I'd be like, well, what the fuck, you know? But I don't think that they're going to do that. So, so one, one I don't like that interaction. One of the things I did like is everyone that bought this asked me, is this set in the Netflix? No. This is set directly in the Marvel Universe, and they know we know that because Black Cat is there. With Hammerhead. With, with And that is exactly taken from the Spider-Man comic books. Yep. And I like that they're keeping... We talk about well, this a him. lot. It's Bendis. Like, we're... They're, Marvel has allowed... Bendis to carve out a, por- a portion of the Marvel Universe for him to do whatever he wants. Same thing with Jason Aaron in the Thor area. Like these artists or these writers have carved out a specific area. But that they, they shouldn't. It should all be one world to play with. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. And they don't do that. That is why DC New Fifty Two did not work for a lot of people because no one interacted. Now in the new Rebirth, we're getting some interaction. But it's all within the same book. That, that that specific writer works with works right. within, you know, and we get and then in order to get any kind of uh, interaction, it's the events. And now that the events are not working, you're gonna have to de-silo these these sort of books. They just have to. Mm-hmm. I would like to read a where a comic where everyone shows up like they used to do. Yeah. So back to the book. Um, a it is it is colored. Very interesting, like a Netflix TV show. <laughs> you notice that too, huh? Yep. Deep purples, deep blues, uh, lots oh, of shade, lots of shading. Lots of dark hues. Um, it actually works in this comic book, and I think it works because, unlike, I'm going to say, I, I'm sorry, unlike Steve Niles on the last book we reviewed, Bendis pretty much can get any fucking artist he wants. And he has been sticking with the same three or four artists Sarah Pacelli is going to be penciling Spider-Man. Of course, Bendis gets her. And David Marquez, who is amazing. They took him off Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man. They got a new artist. It yep. isn't that bad. But um, so he brought Marquez over from um, Spider-Man mm-hmm. into this, and it works. I'm so glad this book got a good artist. Because I think it will help it survive if people give it a chance. Well, and it's got it's it's got the the TV recognition to it, so a, a bunch of people are definitely going to take up the number one. I don't know if this is compelling enough to continue. I mean, they are street level. Oh yeah, I got I don't care about the next issue. And then you know, I, I, I'm always a fan of saying black Cana- or, or, or black uh, canary, black cat, black cat. And I and it was weird. I just don't think like Luke Cage should be should be smarter than going out by himself. Yes, I agree. You know, and it's like. But like you said, revenge makes us do stupid things. Yeah, so I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. And now, hopefully that'll strengthen him and Jessica. I don't know. I mean, all in all, I enjoyed the book. I will be reading number two. I like these characters. I've always been a huge Daredevil fan. And I like... And I've always been a fan of, you know, Iron Fist and everything. So, like, I like this team. His new costume is still odd to me. I like this team. It's, It's an homage to, you know... Bruce Lee's. Yeah, I know. But I, I when enjoy it. We reviewed it. the first one of um, Iron Fist, Power Man, whatever they call that miniseries. Uh, no, well, it was everything in Marvel. Everything in Marvel's so, a miniseries. Every now. fucking thing in Marvel. So, um, I liked it. I, I don't really know if I 
care enough to read the number two at this point. Maybe if you say, hey, it actually got better. I don't know. The reason I'll... why I'm reading it is because uh, for all of his faults, I like Bendis' writing. For, for all of his faults, I like his writing. And I really love David Marcus. You know, because from old old school Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, and all that. So, like, I love when it was him and Serpicelli doing it together. Like, I love uh, that team together. They they really complemented each other's styles. And is it Ponzo? Who did the... I, I don't remember. Who did the... Um, right there. It is Ponzo. Yeah. Just, Same like, guy. the colors, the inks, everything... The funny thing is, everything worked visually yeah. in this comic book. I just hope that Bendis doesn't... doesn't Bendisize it? Yeah. That's what I'm hoping, and it and it I I don't know I don't I don't know if it's gonna happen or not, but I'm hopeful, and I think that you know you should try it. I was annoyed that it was 4.99, but you know it is what it is. You know why it was 4.99? Because of the interview pages. Which I thought was kind of funny. Like I thought that was kind of cute having the interview. Uh, with it was a it was a fake interview with Luke Cage. That 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 was kind of funny. And I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, but they could have put that shit online for free. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the next books to re- re- uh, we're going to do these next two books together because they're from a new uh, a publishing new house. publishing house. They're actually not new. They've been around for a very long time, believe it or not. I didn't realize that. Yeah, but it's a they're new to us, and it is uh, alternate comics. And I guess it is a collaboration of of various different people. It's sort of like uh, image. Uh, but it's for a uh, independent. I think it's I think it's a DIY kind of thing. It's like you know, buy us for us, buy us kind of thing. Um, because this one, alternative comics, and then it has Fubar Press on it. So so this person who did this one book, which is called Mother Russia, which is a three issue limited series, uh, is publishing. Through... Might have his smaller imprint. Exactly. I see what you're saying. Exactly. So you I know think... we can ask. I uh, I talk with. Peter, he's the the head guy of this, a lot. I can ask him. Okay, so number one, which I think is really great, it is a return to... um, Newsprint. Newsprint. But it's sort of like a nice color. Like, the newsprint doesn't get off on your fingers. It's really really nice, you know? A little bit, but not a lot. But definitely not like the old stuff. Remember, the old stuff was, like, crazy. Yeah. But the best You'd be reading it, you'd be reading it, and then you'd, like, scratch your forehead... And you got like this black smudge, and yeah. by the time you're done reading your comic books, you're like all spudged up. Bye. Um, but the, the, okay. Okay. So what I like about it, especially, is the dollar fifty price. I know you do. <sighs> that was very refreshing, and I know that they're putting out a lot of stuff. You can look at the uh, the the opening cover, the inside cover. You see, there's like a ton of books coming out. Some well, some are older. So it still doesn't Some matter. There is a lot of They do. Books, they have a lot of stuff. You know, and they're all a dollar fifty. And I'm like, that is so cool. Next week we get the chair, and the week after we get uh I can't remember the name of it. But but again, it seems like this is this is like a a DIY image comics. And I'm I'm really excited by this, and I'm excited that whatever, you know, and Rich are are supporting this as a book because there are alternatives out there for all for everything. You do not have to get stuck only buying 
Uh, DC Marvel. Exactly. You know, or even Image. There are people out there who are making quality books. And again, you know, quality will vary depending. But the fact that, that these creators are able to have a publishing company that is going to publish your books and get them into uh, shops is amazing. And especially at this price, there's no reason why people cannot at least pick up one or take a try on something. at a dollar fifty. You know, I'm sitting here paying $3.99, $4.99, sometimes $5.99 for, for these books. And it's a rehash of the same stuff that we've had for years and years and years. I'm just saying, this company, and there's probably other companies like it, are, are, are giving people an alternative at a fair price. You know, the, yes, it's, it's, um, it's, it's newsprint. It's not the characters you want either. Yeah. It but, might not be the characters you love, but try something new. Yeah. I'll be honest, we reviewed Amazing Age, which was the one of the first books out of it. And I loved that book. I cannot wait for number two. And the books, so I'm going to review one. Well, we're both going to review them, but I'm going to do one and he's going to do one. I really enjoyed the one I read. So we're going to start with, is that okay? Yeah. Trespasser, number one, I'll turn to comics, one in a four issue limited series. That's another thing. Look, I was about to say, look, this company's saying, hey. You Four notice? issues. The funny thing about it is, like the, the 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 stuff on the top, it looks like the old Marvel way. I know Marvel like will old... not admit that they're like, we can't admit that it's a miniseries. We're just gonna pull it from you at issue six. We're here. You know it's going to be four issues. Yeah, you know what you're going into. Yep. And it, again, and his is one in a three, which is great. You know, tell these micro stories and let's get in and out. I love this. So, uh, Trespasser story is by Justin M. Ryan. Christian Rossi did the art, and D.C. Hopkins did the lettering. Uh, That's it. And they had, they had editors, of course, who, right. who, who helped put this who, stuff out. And they're not even, on the, they're not even here. Because it's about, it's about the creators who put together this book. Yeah. Uh, so Trespasser is just that. We meet a father and his daughter who are living on this almost farm-like thing. Very Last of Us vibe. Very Last of Us. He wants nothing to do with society, so he moves his family. And we learn this through the book, that there was a wife as well. And they move to, it's, it's basically what I want. They go out to the woods where no one's around. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like this book too, because that's what I want. Maybe the dog. So, Oh, and the dog, okay. Did the dog seem odd to you? Well, I think there's some weird radiation going on. Because it had two little small legs between it. And I was like... It had six legs. Yeah, it was so weird. Yeah. And I was like... I, I had to look at it again. Yeah, so there, there's some weird mutation going on because when, when he shot the bird, he, he put a Geiger counter on it to see if they could actually eat it. Yeah. And then he said, it's a few little guy, and so the dog ate it. Uh, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. So they go out. There's not a lot of food. He does not go into town to buy groceries. He doesn't do any of this. They, they eat what they get. And... Uh, it was it was crazy because he's out hunting, and spoiler alert, he runs into this alien that's stuck in one of his traps. He catches an alien in a bear trap, and I was like, "Okay, this is weird." And as we go, he takes it home and tries to help it, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is nice." <laughs> and, then the, and then the daughter's like, "What are we gonna do with him?" He's like, "Probably gonna let him go." I mean. I don't, and I like that. It was just the like, dad always lied, but lied because she is young and innocent and doesn't need to know things. I thought that was interesting. He was just like, you know, 
eh, I'm gonna take. We're we're gonna let him go. Like I thought he was. Fair, I thought he was fairly like open to a lot of things that he was going to do. Right. And then they they, they took his weapon. They took his weapon and fired it. Holy shit, that was cool. I and, gotta say. The, yeah, his laser weapon. The laser weapon blew up the damn barn. It was so cool. And the dad's all like, every time she's like, yes, sir. And so we learn a little bit more through the dad talking to the the alien about what has happened. And I, I didn't mind that because instead of an uh, uh, info dump that you normally get, you actually get this guy who has been out there with only his daughter talking. And I really liked that. And I don't really want to ruin the ending, but I did not expect the ending at all. At all. Well, we don't know if the alien... Okay, I'm just going to say. The alien gets up and leaves. Oh, no. Oh, no. They ate the alien. I don't think they ate oh, the no. alien. Oh, no. They so ate the alien. He boiled it up, ate it, because it shows if you go back through... I. Oh my god, I missed he, that. Uh, yeah, they ate it. So the whole thing is, he picks up his, um, he picks up his really cool. Oh my like, god, knife, I didn't realize that. And around the a- the ankles is the the tape thing or the the bandage, and then. Oh my god, I I didn't even notice that when I read because it. Because she says, "Dad, what are you cooking? It smells awful." And he says, "I tested it. It's clean, and it's all we've got." Where's the weird guy? He got better and left. Yeah, and then you see the picture of and the stump. And then you see it, and I'm like... And it's all bloody. Oh, I guess oh he did. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they, they fucking ate that alien. Okay, I didn't even notice that. Wow. Oh, my God. You got I, it. So, you let's, got it. let's wow. talk about... Wow, they ate the fucking alien. Let's talk about this art. Um, Christian, and I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, Christian Rossi. Wow. The art in this is stellar. When you think of an indie comic book, I think a lot of people still think indie means bad art. I really do. Even for publishing stuff, like when people, you hear uh, images indie, people automatically go to this place. Because if you've been reading just DC, just Marvel, you're used to a house style more than likely. The art in this was gorgeous. The little girl looks like a little girl. So many times you get drawings and different artists just draw a little girl, and it's just a smaller woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. The dad is actually kind of sexy. Um, my only complaint, and I, I hate to do this, my only complaint is, and it's not even really a complaint, you're probably going to disagree with me, because you always do. It is set in the night, so it does get a little dark, and it takes away from some of the beautifulness of the panels. And one, in fa- one panel I'm talking about is after they shoot the laser gun, there's this beautiful, just little corner picture of his daughter saying, yes, sir. And she has this beautiful shock look on her face through these glasses. It is beautiful. Um, I really recommend this book. My, so what I said to Coog in my, in my little review, after I read all these books, I review them real quick. Where are we going from here? It's four issues. I'm so excited. Where are we going from this issue? Um, probably the people who are who are within his ship are going to come looking for their friend. I'm like so I'm excited. Assuming. This could okay. Do you remember the old EC comics or any of the old horror comics? Yeah. This was a brilliantly done in one. Like I could at the end of this, I could be done. Like I can give yeah. this to anyone. It was definitely a complete story. This is a complete story. Where are we going to go for the other three issues? 
Love it. People, Trespasser, Alternate Comics, $1.50. Pick it up. I know we told you everything that happened, but you have to see it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Next book is called uh, Mother Russia by Alterna Comics and Fubar Press. It is a one in three, and it's, again, called Mother Russia. And it is a zombie story, and I enjoyed it. And it takes place what? in... What? I know. Sorry. You enjoyed a zombie yeah. story? It takes place in Stalingrad in the fall, 1943. And there is a, a, a woman in a bell tower who is taking pot shots at zombies who are walking in the square. And she's basically been there for a very long time. Given the fact that it is, um, she keeps writing on the wall, and there's tons of tick marks on the oh, wall. Oh, she did, yeah. So the story and art was done by Jeff McComsey. McComsey, yes. Uh, everything was done by him. He did everything. Uh, it's just it's black and white with the with with, grayscale. grayscales. But he did the lettering. He did the art. He did everything, and it's great. Like I, it's just a really good looking book. And pretty much this woman, this woman who was Mother Russia, you know, finds this child, this child walking amidst the zombies. And she's like, what the hell? And she notices that he's alive. And then, of course, the kid falls and, you know, attracts zombies. And so now she has to go out there. Well, he falls and cries. Yes. Because he's, as he's teetering along, he loses his bunny. And what children do they cry. And the zombies see him because he doesn't know what's going on. Well, they hear first. Well, yeah. Well, he doesn't know what's going on. And so she comes down and she saves him. And in doing so, she... Puts herself in, at risk. Puts herself at risk. And then she is saved by someone else. Oh, this is where it got good. And they work together in order to escape the zombie horde. The dog! I love yeah, the, the dog! Yeah, the dog was like tearing into people. They're shooting it. The artwork is great. The panel layouts are great. Um, and then they go into a, they go into a house and they're, they're safe. But are they? But then they realize that he knows who she is and she knows who he is. He's actually a Nazi. And so are they going to work together? Are they not? Is she going to kill him? Is she going to kill her? What's going to happen in this thing? But what I, what I liked about it is that the, the Nazi is holding up his hands like, you know, I surrender. I'm not going to do anything. Is he really? Is he not? Are they going to escape? Well... It's also what he says. He's like, he knows who she is. Yep. The sniper, Mother Russia. Every German who stuck his head out from behind good cover knows who you are. Yeah. And I'm like, now this, I was like, oh, I want to read the next one. Yeah. So we've had books we've reviewed where we're like, I don't care about the next issue. Yeah. Both of these books that are from a small press made me go, ooh, I want to read this. Stop. They're doing stuff, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> what did you think of this? Trespasser, I liked it. Again, I, I didn't read that at the end because I didn't think that people would do that, but it makes total sense in the context of the... of the. Uh, we're talking about Trespasser. Um, it makes total sense within the context of the story. They were looking for food. Food is a scarcity. They're going to eat what they need to eat. So one of two things can happen. Either their, their body is going to react weirdly to the alien, number one, or number two, the, the alien's friends are going to come back. And I liked that. It left me wondering what could happen now. Is this guy alone? What's going to happen? And it's these very quiet kind of stories. Each one of these stories, for both of these, had a very small cast. A very small cast. Oh, yeah. You know, there's, and they each had a dog, which I noticed was really cool. Um, but they're able to tell these very, very small, intimate stories for a really awesome price. And I want to say about Mother Russia, when you read it, 
he tells most of the story through pictures, yep. which is what comic books are supposed to do. Mm-hmm. There and, are and there's, there's a lot of emo- there's a lot of emotion in his eyes and, and and how he draws. Really good book, and and I was looking at some of the stuff that's coming out uh, from the from the company, and like again, it's all creator owned. It looks like, and a lot of the artwork is really good. And, and speaking to what you were saying, I mean, people think of independent comics, so I think of something that is of this price point might not be quote unquote worth their time because it's independent, it's black and white, it's only dollar fifty. You know, no, get over those preconceived notions. You do not have to spend three fifty or three ninety nine for a comic book to get enjoyment. You don't need to do that. Comics should not be a luxury item, and they should not be priced as such. So I really enjoy this. I'm definitely going to check out a few other a few others, and I really hope that you know the next con that I go to, they're going to be there. That way, I can that way I can actually look at some of their other titles that are coming out and talk to them. This is a, it's a really good it's a really good company that that's able to put out these books at this price point. I just want to say one other thing about Mother Russia. Uh, it speaks volumes when she's ready to kill the child over letting it become. Food oh yeah, she was like, she was like, she mm-hmm. cocked the gun, and was ready to kill the child and herself probably. Uh, well, yeah, and herself mm-hmm. to make sure it doesn't happen to the yep. kids. I there was a lot of little things in Mother Russia that, for a zombie book, you're right. It was like there's 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 something going on here. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed both of them. I really think that you should check them out. I do too. We ended with two books we really enjoyed from Independence, no less. I know. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Time for us to give our shout-outs. I want to say thank you to uh, Gene Gilmet of RLTPress.com. Uh, he's the one that does all of our beautiful pictures of Rich trying to kill me. Fantastic one now in honor of Wonder Woman. So you should go to uh, the Geek Chat Facebook group. I look good, it. too. Let he me does tell look you. good. He, he's Wonder Hydra or Hydra Woman or something. I don't know. Hydra Hydr- Woman. Hydra Rich. <laughs> Hydra Rich. Um, you can also check him out at rltpress.com. He's also a contributing artist for uh, Comic Book Resources, pod- uh, Comic Resources website, The Lawn It Is Drawn in their column. He did a fantastic uh, piece in honor of Adam West, who we lost uh, this past week. So, yes, so, R.I.P. to him. Yeah, R.I.P. to Adam West. Really enjoyed his stuff. Uh, Family Guy and Batman, who will forever be Batman. I yes, uh, want to give a special thanks to Terry Miller, who is the mistress of the mix board. She's the one who does all of the, the uh, sounds that you hear. She's out hobbling around now. Yep, she's up and at her feet, on her feet. Um, so much love to Terry. And I want to give a special uh, shout-out to one of our sponsors, uh, Whatever Comics, located at... 548 Castro Street in Very Hot. A little too hot sometimes. San Francisco, located between 18th and 19th, right on Castro. Uh, check us out on the web under whateverstoreonline.com and go to Facebook, go to whatever store, give us a like. We're always posting uh, new stuff, stuff that's coming out. And uh, definitely go to The Geek Chat. Check us out on Facebook. And sure. we have a we have a website now, geekchat.com. Sort of. Something. Yeah, I'm sort of trying, trying to get Something's it. there. Something's there. But right. you can find us always at The Geek Chat yeah. on Facebook. Go to groups, search the Geek Chat, give us a like, talk to us. Let us what you know. Let us what you know, Jesus. Let us know what you're thinking about, what you're reading, and what we should be reading. Exactly. So, uh, I'm Desmond. I'm Rich. And we'll see you later. Bye. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat. Geek Chat.
the Geek Chat.